I really suggest that cytology is uh, such an easy technique and an expensive, uh, really, it's worth to try to learn it uh, by yourself. Uh, and, you know, I think really it's very important to perform this technique. I am a dermatologist, so really I could not work without cytology. Welcome to the Vet Times podcast, a concise, topical, clinical and informative podcast from the people at Vet Times. Skin cytology is quick, inexpensive, non-invasive and can be applied to several lesion types. To accompany her article in issue 28 of Vet Times, Irina Machacotti joins us for this VT podcast to explain more. How are you doing? You okay? Hi, thank you. Yes, I'm fine. Great stuff. Thanks for joining us on the Vet Times podcast. So starting off, what can you tell us about the different techniques and how they differ? Well, cytology can be performed with uh, several different techniques. Um, in particular, we use a fine needle with or without aspiration, glass slider position, adhesive tape position, skin scraping, and the wall sample. Uh, the first one is fine needle aspiration, and uh, it is performed to sample nodules or plaques. Uh, you use a syringe, which is inserted inside the mass after trichotomy, and uh, you perform um, aspiration while moving uh, the needle back and forth inside the lesion. Then uh, you release the negative pressure and uh, you remove the needle from the lesion. So the material that you collect uh, in the cone of the needle is replaced onto a slide and uh, you use a second slide to spread out the sample. Uh, you can use the same technique uh, without aspiration and uh, usually you use this technique, you prefer this technique uh, when uh, you assume that your mass uh, is uh, rich uh, in blood. Mm. If you have other lesions such as crusts, pustules or cholerates, the best uh, technique is a glass slide position and uh, you can use uh, the glass slide to lift the crust or colorets or to break uh, the pustules with the edge of the slide. And then uh, you impress the slide on the pus and uh, this technique is uh, used to detect uh, bacteria, for example, or other etiologic agents that you can find in pustules. Uh, another technique is uh, the adhesive tape position, and uh, you use mostly this technique uh, to sample exfoliative or seborrheic areas or in sites where you cannot apply a glass slide, such as the interdigital or intertriginous area. And uh, um, I use this technique to detect especially malassezia overgrowth. In uh, other intertriginous areas or in the ureter canals uh, or in fistulas, uh, you can use also a swab, which is uh, then uh, rolled on a slide. And the last technique, uh, which is actually the one that I perform less, is skin scraping. It is used to collect material from superficial, plain or dry lesion, such in case of dermatophytosis or other ulcerative lesion, for example, in squamous cell carcinoma, when, uh, where you want to remove the, the superficial areas uh, that are often necrotic. So what sort of techniques can vets in general practice? Are these all tests that they can do? Well, except for skin scraping, uh, which is probably the technique that I use less, mm. the others are very useful and uh, I perform uh, all of them almost daily. 
Um, skin issue, you know, are one of the most uh, frequent problem in general practice. So um, I think about, uh, for example, puritic dogs. Uh, they are very um, often seen in uh, general practice. Often they are allergic. Often they develop uh, scales, seborrhea, superficial pyoderma, malassezia overgrowth. And uh, also your issue are very uh, frequent. And uh, I see um, this problem almost daily. And in any case, it's uh, mandatory to perform cytology from the ear canals. And of course, you give the best uh, treatment to the, the patient. So any time that we face uh, with uh, something that is related to skin, uh, cytology actually should be performed. And in the best scenario, you will get a final diagnosis. Otherwise, uh, if you're not, uh, you may have some important clues to drive your next step uh, in the diagnosis, for example. So in addition, it is a very cheap technique, so it should be used uh, every day, anytime. <laughs> Fair enough. So when it comes to tumor cytology, what is some of the best advice you could give here? Cytology uh, sometimes uh, um, is not uh, always uh, able to, you are not always able to name the exact type of tumor, mm -hmm. but uh, even if uh, you are you aren't the best clinical pathologist, it can be very um, helpful in uh, discriminating between uh, the kind of tumors like round, spindle, or epithelial cell tumors. And uh, um, in addition, it can give us uh, clues on the malignancy of the process. Uh, round sound tumors uh, are the tumors that uh, can be diagnosed more easily with cytology, for example, than uh, with histopathology. And uh, it's important, of course, to exercise in this uh, in cytology. Uh, for example, what you can do is just uh, to keep a couple of slides for yourself and then send the others to a pathologist so that, so that you can compare your diagnosis with the ones that you get from the lab. And so you can learn by yourself. Uh, remember, again, that uh, any nodules should be sampled. So uh, tumor cytology, really, you can uh, practice it uh, in uh, every day, probably in uh, your practice. And in terms of cytology, has there been a lot of new equipment or technology that has come into play recently that you're able to use and it's really helped? Well, um, there are very well-performing microscopes and um, the, even the, the basic one works very well and they are not uh, expensive. So again, it's a cheap technique. Uh, for what I know, uh, many of them are able to record your images and you can share them with an external clinical pathologist, for example. So, uh, and I know that some laboratories are providing this service. Anyway, I really suggest that uh, cytology is uh, such an easy, an easy technique and an expensive, uh, really, it's worth to try to learn it uh, by yourself. Uh, and, um, you know, I think really it's uh, very important to, to perform this technique. I am a dermatologist, so really I could not work without cytology. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. You covered a lot of ground there. But I should point out that you've done an article for us in Vet Times. We'll put the links to that in the show notes that accompany this podcast. But for now, Irina, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. That's it for Vet Times podcast this time. Thanks to our guest. If you like what you've heard, tell your friends and leave us a review on iTunes. But for now, thanks for listening. See you next time. <laughs>